0: I'm Jacob Rodriguez, Editor-in-Chief of the University Star, and you're listening to a University Star podcast. Around here, when you win, it isn't good enough, you know? But when you lose, damn sure ain't good enough. So so what is good enough? You guys need to tell us what is good enough. I guess you get paid to cause controversy, but in this locker room, we're not going to help that call.
1: You, you, you write that in the paper. You write that. You make money off that. You're carrying on like a legacy, like your last name, you know? The people that did this in the 80s, They weren't doing it just because, oh, they thought it was a cool hairdo. No, they were doing it because they were badass.
2: Hey, guys. Welcome to Cats Got Our Tongues. We're at episode 27. I'm Claire Partain, the sports editor. And today we're going to do a little rundown. We're right in the middle of uh you know we're starting conference play for football and soccer and we've got a f- volleyball tournament at home this weekend so first what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to Colton about the SMU game that happened this past weekend as well as the Georgia State game this weekend and then I'm going to do a quick thing with uh soccer and what's co- what's to come there this week and then we're going to go to volleyball with Cade Andrews and talk about that home tournament so right now I've got Colton in here what's
1: up? i much tired from all the school work and yeah, yes, I
2: understand <laughs> It's heating up for sure, but so is Texas State sports. Yes,
1: it is all happening this week. Oh, my God.
2: Everything's at home. Everything. Yes.
1: Everything Thursday, everything Saturday. Like, if you are a Texas State Bobcat, come to these games. Yeah, I
2: don't care if you have plans. I don't care if you want to go home. Stay here because everything's happening now. So, first, what happened this past weekend, we had the SMU game, which was oh, a bit my. disappointing. Do you care to do a little rundown of that real quick? Yeah,
1: let's just say, like, SMU, like, as most things do, just trampled our defense. Our offense was, mm-hmm. no, it was it was a really bad day to be a Bobcat. Like, you could see, like, every Bobcat, like, the famous picture of, like, Cade on Twitter that's circulating around. Mm-hmm. Like, he's really excited to start the game, but then at the end, you just see his, yeah.
2: The disappointment. The
1: disappointment, the and that's basically every Bobcat fan, I feel like is mm-hmm. at this point right now because there was so much hype coming into the season. Now it's like, oh, we're 0-3.
2: Right. And so do you think 0-3, you know, sounds bad. Also, it's the first time we've done that since we've been D1. Mm-hmm. But we also have a tough record if I want to give them a break a little now, bit. Now,
1: I'm going to be honest here. Like, fans have to give this team a break because okay. these three teams are really good teams. Mm-hmm. Like AM, really good team. Their only loss was to Clemson, who's like number one in the nation. Wyoming, pretty good i mean they beat missouri mm-hmm. an sec team and they're still 3-0 smu like a really good team mm-hmm. like they got an ex like Longhorn like quarterback in their offense under Sh- under sunny dyke so yeah. it's a really good team we're just not there yet i'm sorry to say like mm-hmm. we're not at that level yeah
2: and you're the number one person who's always like patience guys patience yeah
1: this has got every i'm I know everyone is so 2nd of losing, mm-hmm. but we have to be patient with this team. Like, I can't stress this enough. We can't just give up on the season because I think everyone kind of knew this was going to be a really hard season just because you are transitioning from, like, Everett Withers, who like... Really poor record, but mm-hmm. also I was trying to keep the program clean and all that stuff. Yeah. And then you're entering like this new blood, like, okay, we're going to enter this new offense. Let's like, everything. But as college football fans, we always, I think it's the mentality like, we have to win now. Win. Because right. I guess the main, like when you look at Central Florida, they went 0 12. And then when Scott Frost came in, Bowl, you know, six and six bowl legible mm-hmm. the very next season. Oh, yeah, they're 12 and 0, and like they've got a claim to the national championship. Crazy. That's like the standard that everyone wants to put it on. And <laughs> like, no, like, not every situation is like going to be a Central Florida, mm-hmm. so it's got to take time. Like, yes, am I disappointed in like the SMU game? Yes, I am disappointed because I wanted to see like a better showing, mm-hmm. but I understand like SMU is really good.
2: But do you understand us Colton? Yes, I fully
1: understand why there is a everyone is so disappointed with the Texas State football team. Like I'm beginning to understand like yeah. oh, this is what it's like.
2: I mean, we've heard, "Hey, be patient. We're changing it. We're turning it around" for the whole time I've been here, which is now this is the third season, and for longer than that people have been dealing with that. So it's tough, but it, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah. But you know, with this SMU game, even though we expected to lose, I don't think anyone expected. No, to lose I don't this think badly.
1: anyone expected to be the, like a 47 to 10 loss. Right. I wasn't expecting that. I thought no. this was going to be a closer game. <laughs> Me too. And how Coach Bavadal put it, he was like, "Yeah, this week we're ratcheting the intensity up. It's like, yeah, mm. we know we're 0 and 3. Like right. it's like I hey, hate when, play, like I think." Everyone doesn't think, like, the players, like, don't care. Like, no, I'm pretty sure they care about getting yeah. their butts kicked by SMU, about losing that Wyoming game. Like, I think it does dig on them. Yeah. And to blame it on the players, like, no, that's that's unfair to them because, like, they're not, like, just talking to them, they're not here to go, like, 0-3. Like, no, they want to mm-hmm. win now. And it is frustrating. And that's why I'm trying to say be patient. But, like, the SMU game certainly didn't help. Mm-hmm. It because I seriously thought I wanted to see the offense take a step forward. They didn't. It was almost like they took a step backwards. It looked like a
2: step back for and, sure.
1: Like the defense played phenomenal. They held SMU to 13 points mm-hmm. in the second quarter cor- at halftime. The
2: half, the first half was decent. Yes, like, was we had happy. Like,
1: like I said, we had like an interception that put mm-hmm. us in field, field goal range. Like the defense did good, but when you put the defense on the field for so for a lot for a long amount of time while your offense can't get past like the 50 yard line like yeah, yeah there's no wonder the defense like tired like basically ran out of steam yeah i
2: mean that's for sure what it felt like it was like well i was live tweeting right and my thumbs mm-hmm. just couldn't move fast enough to get through our offensive drives because it's first down and it's fourth down just like that yeah
1: that's how that smu offense works that air raid system it's yeah. like boom 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 yeah right?
2: yeah no it was crazy so Definitely I saw a lot of issues with you know, the defense is we're still strong stronger no, in our I defense think than our offense. The
1: defense like even though they gave up forty seven to SMU, it's still a really good unit. Mm-hmm. It's just like when your offense doesn't produce enough points, like it's gonna the defense is going to let up. Right. Like I knew like the takes like as good as our defense they weren't gonna hold like SMU to a shutout. Like I was really proud like we even held them to like thirteen points at mm-hmm. halftime. But, like I said, they ju- it's just the offense is so inept at this point. Like, you, they need – there has to be some urgency. Like, hey, mm-hmm. we have a really good defense. Like, this offense needs to get their crap together and let us, like, score points so we can actually, like, win a game.
2: So what do you think is going to go down? We're coming back home. We've got Georgia State. What, and we're actually not the underdogs.
1: No, we're actually a seven-point seven favorite. It's
2: kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. We're not used to that. So what do you think is going to happen? Do you think we're going to pull through?
1: So – the different there's a obvious like I know everyone's like oh Georgia State beat Tennessee we should be worried no ten, first off Tennessee is absolute garbage at this point <laughs> I'm gonna put this out uh, Tennessee is absolute garbage because they lost to Georgia State went out and lost beat to BYU and then they beat like Chattanooga which is an FCS team okay. And then Georgia State responded by beating Furman, an FCS team, 48-42 in an offensive shootout, and then went up to Western Michigan and lost 57-10. Right. So Georgia State is not on the level of like a Wyoming or a SMU. They are nowhere near that level. Like, this is a game where like Texas State and Georgia State are rat right at, are kind of basically rad right at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I firmly believe like if you just swap the schedules, like Georgia State would be 0-3, and Texas State... I believe Texas State would have beat Tennessee. Okay. Like, I would have, like, someone posted on Twitter, I forgot who it was, like, Tennessee wouldn't even win the Sun Belt. Okay,
2: okay, I got you. So it's not that worrying.
1: No, it's not. I'm not worried about Georgia State. Like, no, I'm not worried about Mm -hmm. them because I feel like us and Georgia State are on the same level. And I do think we've got the defense. Like, Mm -hmm. I do think they're going to shut down Georgia State's defense. And the offense, at this point, it's... Basically, like, oh, maybe they'll come through. Maybe they won't. Like, it's – like, Furman did put 40, 42 points on the Georgia State defense, which gives me a lot of hope because, like, our defense gave, like, 41 and 47 points to a M and and SMU, but mm-hmm. those were already good defense – I mean, offenses. Yeah, like, those are,
2: like, some of the top like offenses. Like, it's one
1: of the top offenses. And, like, the fact they only gave up 47 to Furman, I'm like – that gives me hope that, like, we can compete with Georgia State.
2: And so, when we watched watch the SMU game, we saw Gresh for most of the game, but Tyler Vitt did come in at the end. Do you think it's going to keep the same offense with uh, Gresh at the head, or what do you think is going to happen there?
1: At this point, I honestly think they're going to stick with – they could stick with Gresh, but I wouldn't be surprised that Vit comes in because mm-hmm. – like Gresh did good against the Wyoming game besides the two interceptions, yeah. but it felt like Coach Favre said he took a step back against SMU. Mm-hmm.
2: Now was it just Grush or was the whole offense kind of? I think
1: struggling? the whole offense, yeah. the whole offense is struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Like I said, the O line is not doing doing well, its he job. He was
2: sacked after sa- yes, he it was, was dying out yeah, there.
1: I saw that and it was like yeah, you can't you can't give your quarterback time when like mm-hmm. the the Defe- when like the defensive lineman's already there and like just like that yeah. it you know you can't as a quarterback you can't do that mm-hmm. and that also affects your running game because like they haven't been able to establish a running game since the Wyoming game which yeah. like wasn't enough mm-hmm. so the offense need like there is a sense of urgency on this offense that needs to take a step forward mm-hmm. they need to prove us prove themselves like hey we can. We need to win this game, so our defense can help us. Right. Because their defense is really good. Their offense doesn't need to be spectacular. They just need to be just good enough. Mm-hmm. Oh. We just need a more balanced and, team. Yeah. Here. It, there needs to be balance because we can't yeah. keep passing. You know, every single down. Like mm-hmm. even Coach Favre said in his interview. Yes, we can't. Ex- we can't expect our quarterbacks to throw it every single over, down and over, over and over, over again because they're just not there yet. Yeah. Like. So offensive linemen, offensive line needs to step up. The running game needs to step up. But the main focus needs to be on the offensive line. Yep. They need to step up. They need to do their jobs. They need to get on their blocks in order for this offense to su- succeed. Because the main part about the o- how an offense works, the offensive line needs to be strong. Without an offensive line, like a whole the entire offense, it doesn't matter. matter.
2: Yeah. Well, so there is hope, and I'm really excited for this Saturday. Yes,
1: I do. Exp- like, if I was going to give a prediction, I do think Texas State comes out on, comes out on top.
2: Yeah, I also do. We both put them in our picks for this week. Uh, if y'all haven't checked out the print issue, so we believe in them, uh, and we're ready to not be underdogs for once. So mm-hmm. y'all should come out come out too. Uh, they need some support, and this will be a fun game to go to and you won't expect a blowout so that's pretty awesome yes. it'll be a tight game so uh you know speaking of conference play we also have soccer coming in and playing south alabama this yes. thursday which is today
1: yeah it is today it is today like Whoa. volleyball is playing today and soccer wow, is playing today that came so up kind
2: of fast yes
1: like everything is happening yeah. this weekend so yeah. yeah
2: y'all hear heard it here it's starting today now there's a little concern with soccer as well
1: yes i think there there is a concern about soccer yeah
2: uh, who did they, they played, they played they, Northwestern North on, State on Thursday. Thursday on and then Thursday, they played McNeese on, on Sunday. Sunday. And it was a one oh loss both times. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I am really concerned because the past four games, our overall record is zero, one and three. Yeah. Zero one and three. Zero, yeah.
2: zero three and one.
1: Zero, three, and one. Yeah. There we go. Zero three and one. And I'm at this point like I'm really hyped and now there's a lot of concern going at the conference play, I feel like. Oh,
2: for sure. Well the thing is we came from this season where we were on the nation tied for the nation's longest undefeated streak, coming off of last year's season and into our four zero, mm-hmm. which is where it ended this season, right? Yes. So we were tied for first in the nation on not being beaten. Yeah. And then here we are getting beat three times in a row and then drawing for one. What what happened? I don't. What do you know?
1: No, I honestly, I think part of it has to do with like I think our offense is not getting the job done. Mm-hmm. We're I think we're we're it's almost like the football thing all over again. are yeah. we're, we're relying too much on our defense mm-hmm. to keep belling us out. Mm-hmm. Instead of like having our offense like get some like get at not score point but yeah, score points, but at least get give us scoring opportunities.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I've seen is I don't think we're really able to close because I mm-hmm. noticed so in, at the McNeese game we did have less shots than they did, but on the Northwestern game we had like Something crazy, like 16 shots on goal. We had more than them. Really? Or not 16 shots. 16 shots and like 8 or 9 shots on goal, which was more than Northwestern. But we just weren't able to put it through. So uh, I don't know what's really going on there. I don't
1: know either. That's like... I am really concerned, like, Mm -hmm. that's going to, that's going to bite us in the end. Yeah. Like, I don't know how good Northwestern State and McNeese are, but the fact we haven't scored a goal, we've only scored, like, one goal in, like, four games. Yeah, no, that's That's really concerning. Mm -hmm. Like, I know soccer doesn't score, like, a lot of points, but, like, one goal, like I know like one goal in four games isn't going to cut it. To
2: me you should expect a goal a game. Yes. Cuz that's the only way you're going to win. Yeah. You have to you have to put points on the board and honestly you should have more than one at yes. this point. Yes. And that's something that Kat uh, was talking about, that the coach was talking about uh, after the exhibition game, I believe. Uh, She said, you know, our offense kind of is struggling. And a lot of people were talking about it, like, you know, Kaylee Davis not really getting up there uh, and stuff like that. But I kind of thought that it would go away. So hopefully it does for the South Alabama game.
1: Like, this would be a really interesting game to see how how Kat has, like, improved, like, practices. Like, how is she Mm going to – get her players into the situations like where exactly. we can start scoring more goals again mm-hmm. or not scoring more but at least scoring enough for because to complement our defense
2: Exactly. Yeah. And um you know we've talked about this before but they're coming in with a lot of passion for this conference after the crazy upset. Yes. So it's not like it's without effort. I think they're just not quite clicking yet. Yes,
1: I don't think their offense isn't just finding the right spark yet. Yeah. I think if we once they find that right spark everything like the train's going to get back on track. Mhm.
2: So hopefully they, uh, you know, get on the right track today. You've got to choose between volleyball or soccer today. I'm sorry, guys. But vo- soccer's here at their first conference game. It's at 630 tonight, and it's at the field right over here. So y'all better show up to that, too. Uh, thanks, Colton. No problem. All right, so now I've brought Cade in. We're going to talk about this past weekend with volleyball and also what's coming up today. So what's up, Cade?
0: Nothing much. Uh, just talking about Texas State Volleyball, they finished off their weekend at Texas A&M, and a and the Texas a and Invitation on College Station, and they went 2-1 and one this weekend. They fell to A&M, came back and won their next two. And I think we know what the biggest news of the weekend was, Coach Chisholm reaching 900 wins.
2: Big deal, guys, big deal. So she's the seventh coach of D1 history to reach that goal, which is pretty big for Texas State.
0: That's huge. She's the fifth all-time to do it in the same program as well um so she said according uh and after the match against northwestern state she said this win's huge it's our biggest win this season but she said what we're looking for is to win 901 against uh UTSA who's coming to town and that just shows you where the mentality is with this team coach Chisholm she won 900 wins you know it's no big deal according to her of course, the rest of us were like, oh, that's huge. We've never seen this before. But mm-hmm. she's just like, oh, let's beat UTSA.
2: Yeah, everyone else seemed to be freaking out more than her, honestly, because she's just used to this excellence, I guess. You know, she's been here 40 years. She's gotten a lot of achievements. Yeah,
0: she knew it was coming all, all along. And, you know, she she um, she's coached this team for a long time. She's won, you know, like 10 conference tournaments, something like that. Yep,
2: yep, exactly. So, yeah, she's used to the winning, and she's here to play against UTSA today. Which is pretty big. We hate them for one thing. So. We
0: absolutely hate UTSA.
2: <laughs> so, what do you think is going to go down today?
0: Uh, well, UTSA, they're six and four. You know, they they've they've beat UTRGV, who we've also beat. So, we've had some similar opponents. I believe we've played tougher opponents. We we don't know, but um, it's a rivalry. It's going to be a good one. We're five and five. They're six and four. Um, I I could see this one going to five sets.
2: So coming off of last weekend, uh, what did you see? were some of our strengths, and what do you think we're going to bring to the table here?
0: Well, in the match against Northwestern State, we uh, we won the kills matchup. We had 49 kills, which was a season high compared to Northwestern State's 27. Ooh. So that's where it really improved. Cheyenne Husky had 16 kills, and Janelle Fitzgerald, I think, had 13 kills. She had double-digit kills. And uh, – She's coming back from an injury, Thank so that, that's back. huge.
2: Yeah, that's huge. And she's also, like, killing the block game, too, I've noticed.
0: Yeah, we've we recorded a lot of blocks the past couple of games, and that's something we haven't been able to do earlier mm-hmm. in the season. You know, against USC, we struggled. Against Rice, we really struggled. and um, But there's been some some interesting news. Rice beat UT in volleyball.
2: Yeah, that's kind of a surprise there. Uh, what does that mean for us, and how did that happen?
0: Oh, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you, but uh, – we we beat Rice last year. We lost to UT. And right. Rice beat UT, and we lost to Rice. And so it's just in terms of our region, it's it's a it's very tight. So, mm-hmm. um, but we're going to conference play pretty soon. As I said, we got UTSA tonight. You know, let's hope we win that one. Win nine hundred one, as Coach Chisholm said.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So we've got three back to back games. So if you're busy tonight come tomorrow. If you're busy tomorrow, come Saturday. There are three games you could go to. UTSA obviously is going to be the most exciting one, but any support is there, you know, is important. And it's just good to see our players kicking ass lately. So
0: the Creed's and Crest Classic, the tournament in San Marcos, you know, we've been gone for six games. It's the first game back in San Marcos after a while. So come out, come be loud. And uh, we're going to take down those Roadrunners. That's that's the plan.
2: Yeah, exciting news, guys. Let's see the 901st win tonight. Uh, Thanks, Cade. Thank you. All right, so y'all better go to the games or else. We've got three straight days of games, so hope to see y'all there. I'm Claire Partain, the sports editor, and once again, this was Cats Got Our Tongues, episode 27.